You're listening to Financial Insights, a podcast that helps investors through the difficult maze of financial planning and saving for retirement. I'm Brian Ullman, and I'm a financial advisor and certified financial planner at Ford Financial Group. And together with some guests and other advisors at my firm, we're talking about the issues and questions relating to finance that face our clients every day. All right, we're back with another episode. It's been a little while since our last episode, and man, a lot of things have gone on. We're getting closer to the election. We've got some more COVID cases, some more volatility with markets, lots to talk about. So let's dig right in uh, and get to it. One of the things we're going to get into in a little bit is the big GDP number that was released today. Uh, We're recording this on Thursday, the 29th. We're just ahead of Halloween this weekend. We're just ahead of the election on Tuesday. I'm not sure if you've heard. Um, And then getting on into the holidays, which could mean holiday shopping, which could mean flu season, depending on your outlook. Uh, But let's kind of cover the basics that we usually cover as we get into things. And so today, stocks are higher as we're recording this on Thursday morning, uh, trying to recover because stocks were lower Wednesday, the 28th which is historically the best day of the year for the stock market. They were down yesterday and frankly have been down over the last few days as COVID-19 outbreaks across the country and frankly across the globe uh, have weighed along with some election uncertainty. So today markets are taking cues from the GDP report, jobless claims, earnings reports. It's very busy out there for investors because there's a lot to digest. So let's talk first about jobless claims. There's a continuing decline in jobless claims, and which is some welcome news as COVID-19 cases in the US and around the world have continued to climb in recent weeks. 751,000 Americans filed for unemployment last week which sounds terrible, but it's actually less than Bloomberg expectations of 770,000. We've got some positive news there. Unemployment filings fell for the third consecutive weeks, and continuing claims for unemployment declined to 7.75 million, which again beats the Bloomberg consensus estimates for 7.77 million. Also, some good news here is that global trade is storming back. Global trade volumes have risen solidly, reflecting the strength of the global economic recovery that we're having right now, and suggests that the global recession probably ended at some point this summer. According to data from the CPB Netherlands Bureau, world trade volumes rose by 2.5% August, adding to the 7.8% and 5% increases in June and July, which leave trade volumes just 3.5% below their December 2019 level. Retail sales have been a big part of the global recovery story, which is important, particularly here in the U.S., Some vaccine news also. Regeneron said data from late-stage clinical trials suggests that its antibody cocktail therapy significantly reduces virus levels and the need for further medical care. Uh, Dr. Fauci has said that he expects a vaccine to be available in January at the earliest. So that could provide a big boost as we get into um, flu season or in flu season that some vaccine is there to help us out. Speaking of COVID-19 news, New U.S. COVID-19 cases rose 37% compared with the prior week, while the seven-day average jumped 24% to over 73,000, the 20th straight day with double-digit increases, according to the COVID tracking project. Hospitalizations also continue to rise steadily at near 2,500 per day. And cases in France, Germany, Spain, all set 
fresh record daily highs. And we're seeing also with the rates of infection increase, usually hospitalizations follow shortly thereafter. So there is no doubt, depending on what country you're in, we're in a second or even third wave of coronavirus surge, um, which is also one of the reasons why markets have had a difficult time. So all this coronavirus talk as it relates to jobs, which are improving, but lockdowns, which are not improving, it all relates to how this is affecting the economy. What's going on with GDP? And today on the 29th, we had we got some news, I guess, on GDP, and it's that GDP is bouncing back. So the outbreak of COVID-19 and the subsequent lockdowns triggered the largest quarter over quarter decline in gross domestic product or GDP since World War II. So it perhaps comes as no surprise that the following quarter tallied the sharpest rebound in that same period. GDP expanded 33.1% on an annualized basis in the third quarter, ahead of Bloomberg consensus expectations of 32%. And this has all been fueled by the continuing reopening of businesses and reversing much of the economic fallout coming from the COVID-19-related lockdowns. LPL Research actually has a chart of the day, which I will link in the show notes, that shows consumer spending, which is the largest contributor to GDP in the U.S., and roughly 70% of economic output, and how it rebounded in a very powerful fashion in the third quarter. However, spending numbers were uneven, with a considerably larger portion spent on goods rather than services, which is consistent with the continued behavioral and business restriction effects on these various industries. Further, the timing of spending was also fairly uneven as much of the growth in the consumer spending came in the early weeks of the third quarter and tapered off in recent weeks where the effects of fiscal stimulus and rising new COVID-19 cases influenced consumer behavior. We even saw that a bit in the markets, right, where in June when things started to open back up, we saw this tremendous growth. But right now, or as we were getting into September, it was really we were seeing some more of these flare ups in parts of the country that hadn't had to deal with COVID-19 quite so much, and we were seeing those effects. In fact, LPL chief market strategist Ryan Dietrich said GDP rebounded stronger than expected in the third quarter, but the big question on everyone's mind is whether the economy can remain on firm ground in the fourth quarter and even into 2021. Barring a new round of fiscal stimulus, it's likely that growth will taper off in the fourth quarter, but we still don't expect a double-digit recession, and that's coming from Ryan Dietrich with LPL. Regardless of the state of economic momentum, it's pretty remarkable that GDP is already only about 3.5% away from recovering the entire pandemic losses. The resilience of U.S. consumers has been the top story of the recovery, even with the historic fiscal stimulus. The surge in growth in the third quarter may also have political implications. The average GDP growth in the second and third quarters of election years can have predictive power over who wins the election, with stronger growth favoring incumbents. However, as as We've pointed out, and LPL research has pointed out also, that recessions close to elections have favored challengers, which sends some conflicting market signals heading into election day next week. But as the economy moves forward in the fourth quarter, we'll continue to monitor the real-time data indicators to gauge the impact of rising COVID-19 cases is having on consumer and on business behavior. As we've said Over and over in the past, the market turbulence that we've had is caused by the recession that we're in, which was in turn caused by the public health issue that's going on. So stimulus can help prop up or low interest rates and the Federal Reserve and stimulus can help prop up markets and the 
the checks and the stimulus coming from Congress can help prop up the economy or bridge us to the other side of, of the public health issue. But until we get a handle on coronavirus, um, the this is going to be an uneven kind of recovery uh, and one that actually isn't going to come until we have, have a better handle on the public health issue. And that may come in the form of therapeutics. It might come in the form of vaccine. It might come in the form of you just washing your hands, right? With like most things, it's not just one item. There's no silver bullet that's going to solve this. It's going to be the combination of, of research and vaccines and mask wearing and social distancing until we can get through this uh, in its entirety. But as I said last week, and I've said in our market videos that we posted on Facebook and YouTube, what comes after recession? Recovery. So the question isn't if, it's going to be when, and that's the thing that we need to keep an eye on. So thanks for listening this week. I look forward to talking to you on the other side of the election where we will likely cover both in videos and in our podcast the effects of whatever administration is going to be sworn in in January and and whoever is in control of Congress just as importantly. So stay safe and we'll talk to you in the next one. The advisors with Ford Financial Group are registered representatives with and securities are offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA, and SIPC. Investment advice is offered through Ford Financial Group, a registered investment advisor and a separate entity from LPL. The opinions voiced in this material are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. All performance referenced is historical and is no guarantee of future results. All indices are unmanaged and may not be invested into directly. Stock investing involves risk, including loss of principal. No strategy assures success or protects against loss. The economic forecast set forth in this podcast may not develop as predicted. Ford Financial Group and LPL Financial do not provide tax or legal advice or services. This information is not intended as a solicitation or an offer to buy or sell any security referred to herein. 